0: Welcome back to Bay Takes Podcast. Gus Bailey, are you ready for week two of the NFL season? I am very ready for week two. Week one was amazing.
1: I honestly think week two will be a little bit less exciting uh, because week one had one of the greatest slates of games I think we've had, but there are still some really, really good games this week. And in the NFL, I feel like
0: every game that you think isn't going to be a good game turns out to be a good game. And even NFL Red Zone couldn't keep up with how many good games there were. They literally only covered a minute of that Colts-Texans overtime even when there is another overtime going on, when an overtime is going on and NFL red zone is missing it, that's when you know there's a crazy slate of games. All right, let's get into it. Starting with the Miami Dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are favored in this game, and they are favored by three and a half points. Right, so what do you what is your two cents on this game? I think a lot of people think the Dolphins are gonna
1: upset the Ravens in this game. Um, I don't think the Ravens looked as good as I would have liked. Like, obviously, the Jets really couldn't do anything offensively. But on the defensive side of the ball, um, the Jets... I, I would expect expected the Ravens to score more than 24, I would say. Uh, now, they didn't need to because they're up and they were just conservative down the stretch, which I understand. Lamar didn't really run much. I expect him to run more in this game. Um, I expect it to be a completely different game from when, you know, the Matt Jones, who's an immobile quarterback, played the Dolphins last week. I expect the Ravens to win this game, um, but I expect it to be a close game and I'm not gonna be surprised if the Dolphins win, but I will pick the Ravens.
0: I also have the Ravens in this game. I don't think it's gonna be close. I think the Dolphins are slightly overrated. I know they played an amazing game game against the Patriots last week, but I think the Patriots might be a bottom five team in the NFL. I mean, give me three players that you think are really, really good on the Patriots. Exactly. So, um, Still on the injury report, Um, We still don't know about a few of their key players like Marlon Humphrey, J.K. Dobbins, um, Marcus Peters, um, and James Roche isn't playing. Obviously, you know, he might not matter that much. Um, But a few of their guys are still injured. Um, And so last week, the Ravens game, you know, they were ahead basically the entire game. And the score does not really reflect on how much the Baltimore Ravens dominated uh, the Jets. However... I think Lamar looked really, really good in that game, and that does not mean anything. Um, But he did not run the ball that much, which is really interesting. So I want to see what Lamar's running is like in this game because he only had, I think, 17 rushing yards last week, um, and he threw a few bombs. So I'm really interested to see what happens, but I like the Ravens to win and cover in this game. All right, let's move on to the Jets versus Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns are favored by 6.5 points, um, and they are heavily favored in this game. Who you got?
1: I got the Browns. I mean... I, I think it'll probably be a pretty big win. Um, the both, Neither of these quarterbacks is going to put any type of fear in you. I don't think either of them is a good quarterback. Um, I think the Browns have a better roster at pretty much every level, and I think that Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are going to run all over them, and I think that it will be, it'll be a big margin from the start, and I do believe that both of those guys are going to be really, really uh, big-time performers this week.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to absolutely dominate this game. Um, and it was really interesting to see Joe Flacco throw the ball 59 times last week because he's a terrible quarterback. And making your s- terrible quarterback throw 59 times is not going to win you very many games. Um, and I think that Brees Hall and uh, Michael Carter, especially in the beginning of the season, need as much work as possible so they can get uh, develop into really good backs. Um, and they, they are, and I think they're the best part of this team Um, and I think they have wide receiver talent, but when you have a terrible quarterback, it doesn't matter how good the wide receiver is if the ball doesn't even get to you in the first place. Um, so yes, I have the Cleveland Browns in this game as well. Um, I think that, you know, Nick Chubb and, uh, cream powder are going to run all over this defense. And it's also maybe the Jets defense, uh, run defense is a lot better than we thought because last week they didn't really get a chance to, we didn't really get a chance to see what their run defense was going to be like because the Ravens didn't need to use their run defense at all because they could just throw it really deep. Um, so I think my hot take for this game is that the Browns win by uh, two touchdowns in this game. I think that they're going to absolutely dominate. And I don't think it's going to be close. And I think Jacoby Brissett's going to start the year 2 and 0.
1: That's very interesting. I think that the Browns will win. Like I said, I think my hot take for this game is that Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both go over 100 total yards.
0: That's a lot. Wow. Um, did they do that last week? They're they probably pretty close. That's so, hot, I,
1: I want it to be hot. If it wasn't going be a hot take, I'd say like 75 total yards. But I think that's like very much going to happen. So I'll make it a hot take. They both go over 100.
0: Yeah, very much. It can definitely happen, especially if they go with my hot take. If they win by 14 plus points. They're definitely going to run the ball a lot. Now let's move on to a game that is going to be a historic game because the Detroit Lions are favored in the first game in over 20 games. They are favored in this game to beat the Washington Commanders, who are actually coming off a win, which is very surprising that after the Detroit Lions losing, they're favored for the first time in over 20 games against a team that just won and scored and out of the quarterback who threw for four touchdowns. Um, so the Detroit Lions are favored by one and a half points um, and are slightly favored um, to win the game. So what do you think about this game?
1: Um, this game is like honestly a, a toss up for me. Um, I like both these teams, and I like what they did in Week 1. Offensively, Detroit looked great, and Okuda looked really good defensively, even if they got shredded for 38 points. And then on Washington side, Carson Wentz, I mean, he's going to have a couple really stupid throws, but if he, gets, if he throws over 300 yards and four touchdowns, the Commanders have a good shot of winning any game. So I feel pretty good about the way both these teams played in Week 1. Um, I think I will go with I'll go with the Commanders. I think I slept on them last week I picked the Jaguars. I think the Commanders surprised me last week and I will go with them to win a close game But I would not be surprised if the Lions win.
0: Yeah, I picked the Commanders to win last week too I was they were one of my teams that I had finishing uh, with the exact same record as the Cowboys going into the season So I was actually really high on the Commanders uh, this year um, I think that they have three really good wide receivers. Curtis Samuel looked absolutely amazing last week. He was absolutely cooking every corner that was on him. Um, so I think they have three really good wide receivers um, in Terry McLaurin um, and also their rookie. So I don't know. I think that the commanders are going to be really good this week. Um, I think the Lions are actually overrated, which is crazy to think about because they've been bad for upwards of 10 years now um i think the last time they were good was with megatron so uh i think the commander is going to win this game and i have, i honestly do not know why the detroit lions are favored in this game um i think my hot take would be that all three commanders receivers again score a touchdown for two weeks all, in a row. Three of them. all three of them
1: interesting um i would go my hot take is that both these quarterbacks uh throw for over 200 yards and multiple touchdowns i think i don't know if that's is that a hot take I mean like i feel like
0: i mean the over under for this game is 48 and a half which is uh one of the highest of the week so it seems like okay fine they both throw three
1: touchdowns that's a hot take
0: yeah that is a hot take for sure um i don't know the last time that jared got three touchdowns but anyways let's go on to the next game indianapolis colts versus the jacksonville jaguars this is a rematch of last year where the jacksonville jaguars kicked indianapolis out of playoff contention um what do you think about this game
1: I think the Colts have to bounce back. I feel like a team coming off a game, I, I wanted to say a loss because it was basically a loss, but a tie even against the team that they should have absolutely Despite destroyed. scoring
0: 17 in the fourth quarter as well. Um, yeah,
1: it was an incredible comeback to even get close. I think the Colts carry over their momentum from uh, the fourth quarter into this game, and I think Jonathan Taylor goes over 170 total yards in this game. That's my hot take.
0: Um, This game was really hard for me because – On paper, it's obvious that the Colts should win this game, but they're also playing in Jacksonville, which I think is uh, pretty key. Trevor Lawrence was really hot and cold. I think he's been hot and cold throughout his career. There's a lot of times where um, he made good throws and receivers are just not there, Um, and I think he has been a little bit underrated, but I think a lot of people thought he was going to be really good last week and he's going to have his breakout performance, and it just wasn't there against the Commanders. So... Um, I think I have to go to the Colts in this game. I'm going to go chalk, but honestly, I don't feel great about it because I think that Jacksonville just owns this Colts team and, um, Jonathan Taylor could easily go for 200 yards. I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. Last week, he went for close to 200 yards and look at the result. So, um, it obviously does not impact (laughs) how good the Colts are. Um, when they're two star players, we go both having amazing games in Michael Pittman and, uh, Jonathan Taylor. But I think my uh, hot take for this week is that Travis Etienne bounces back and goes for um, over 50 yards receiving and a touchdown. That's my hot take for the week. Um, I like it. But I'm I like also going to go with the Colts. Um, now let's move on to another big rivalry uh, between the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Tom Brady has never won against the Saints Um since being on the Buccaneers. That's
1: not true. He won in the playoffs one time. Regular season. Regular season. He's for, he's regular, for four.
0: season regular season is 0 for 4. Um, they're also playing in New Orleans, which is one of the hardest stadiums to play in. Um, and the Buccaneers are favored uh, by two and a half points in this game. Who do you like?
1: I feel like you're going to say the same thing, but look, I want the Bucks to win this game. I love Tom Brady. I think that I will pick the Saints. I know they're an underdog at home. Um... First thing, the Bucks defense looked awesome in Week 1, and if they win this game, I do not believe it will be a, a high-scoring game. Uh, their defense looked great. Now, the Cowboys' offense also looked really bad, but the Bucks secondary with Antoine Winfield moving to the slot much more, uh, and he looks like a much-improved player in terms of coverage, um, which was something he really struggled with last year and throughout his career even though he made the Pro Bowl. I'll take the Saints, but I think the Buccaneers' offense just was not that great last week. I do expect Brady to have a slightly better week this week, but he's just never been able to figure out the Saints' defense when he's been in Tampa besides one game. I don't expect him to be able to do it without one of his one of the best receivers in the NFL and a beat-up offensive line now that he lost his left tackle. I don't know if Donovan Smith is playing. We should probably get an update on that. Um, but I do believe that the Bucks will lose this game. I think it'll be a close one, though. Uh, but I'll pick the Saints. I guess my hot take is that the Bucks turn the ball over two plus times. All
0: right. Um, For me, I have the Saints winning as well. I think that Tom Brady is um, far from owning the Saints and um i think the saints played really badly last week and i although they did come back in the fourth quarter i think that they played really bad in the uh at least the first couple of drives uh drives and i didn't i really just didn't like the way they looked um but they were really hot in the fourth quarter michael thomas played absolutely amazing having two amazing catches over aj terrell one of the best corners in the nfl um and i think Jameis winston um was a little bit injured throughout that game last week so he should be healthy for this game um, and then also, I'd like to point out that Alvin Kamara is questionable for this game, and he was injured all of last game, too. Um, so if he plays healthy, although it doesn't look like it, um, I would definitely be more lenient to the uh, Saints in this game. Um, but I just think that the Saints own Tom Brady. Um, so I like the Saints a lot better, and I think that they can keep on from what happened in the fourth quarter last week, where they absolutely dominated the, uh, the Falcons and came up with a few key turnovers. And I think my hot take for this week... Um I, I'll say that uh Marshawn Lattimore makes an catches an interception. Um and then also uh Julio Jones gets his first touchdown from Tom Brady. All right, now let's go to Carolina versus New York. So the Giants are actually favored in this game after coming off with an amazing Saquon Barkley victory. Um and I, I would I feel confident about saying that Saquon Barkley won that game for them because um He was their entire offense. So what do you think about this game um, against the Carolina Panthers, who are coming off of a pretty brutal loss against the Browns?
1: I mean, I like the Giants in this game. Um, I think that the Panthers honestly did not look terrible. Baker still makes some really boneheaded throws. Um, I think they incorporate CMC more into the game plan this week. And I think Carolina's defense is going to play better than the Titans did last week in terms of stopping Saquon. Um, but Saquon is really, really impressive and dynamic. Um, It's a really tough game to pick for me because I think the Giants will win, I guess, in my gut, but uh, I think that the Panthers make a real effort to get McCaffrey involved this week and DJ Moore. Uh, I'll pick the Giants, but I would say that I would look for bounce-back weeks from their stars.
0: So I have the Carolina Panthers in this game, um, and that's largely due to the fact that um despite Carolina having a really bad run defense or at least they did for a couple of years now um I just think that CMC was not used last week and he also had like a 35 yard run that wasn't counted that I think um would change a lot of people's opinions about his performance last week, but it was kind of like a Baker fumble and then he just ran with it for 35 yards and it, it looked like say it looks like CMC um but anyways um I think that, Daniel Jones is probably the worst quarterback in the NFL, and I don't think that's like a hot take at the moment. He looked like the worst starting quarterback last week, um, and I I just don't see how they could possibly um, get any offense in this game besides Saquon Barkley, and they cannot just run Saquon Barkley thirty times. Um, and regardless if he's efficient with his eighteen carries like he did was last week. Um, I don't see a two-point conversion last-second touchdown or two-point conversion t- and a touchdown for the New York Giants. So I have the Carolina Panthers in this game, um, but I am not confident about that take at all. Um, but I think my, my hot take would be that Saquon Barkley, again, goes over, let's say, 125 yards rushing and receiving, um, and that might not even be a hot take at this point.
1: I'll go, my hot take is McCaffrey over 120 yards, over six catches and a touchdown.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if both of these running backs are the RB1 and RB2 this week. Six-plus catches. Um, I don't know how often that happens when two running backs playing against each other are both top five um, RBs just because of game script, but... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised in this game These because the they, they both, both catch passes. One of the, Although yeah, catch. he did not catch passes last week, CMC um, he had like four catches. Yeah, which is but that's not normal for CMC. He's usually used to six, seven. Yeah, eight. but I
1: mean, like if that's a down week, then you know he's yeah,
0: you know that's why he was the number one or two overall pick in your league. All right, now let's move to the Steelers versus the Patriots, the team of the game of really bad teams or teams that um are the definition of mid this year. It's really I, uninteresting. teams. Yeah, really uninteresting teams. Um, the Steelers are favored by two points. And are barely favored uh, in the money line. So who who do you have in this game?
1: All the money and bets are on the Steelers in this game. And I'm going to be honest, I kind of agree. How do I explain this? I mean, I feel like the Patriots, who are my favorite team, I hate picking against them. But either I'm right or the Patriots win. I'm picking the Steelers. I think the Patriots, Mac Jones, they said he's probably going to play this week, but I just, like, I don't trust him, especially off an injury. And I like Mac Jones, but the weapons aren't great. They're not, like, their offense was really, really dreadful last week. The O-line was not looking good. I mean, they traded Shaq Mason for, like, a bag of chips to the Buccaneers. Um, And he was, like, the second-best graded O-line guard on PFF. So, like, I just don't understand those kind of moves um, that Belichick makes. And I know Belichick has brought a lot of success to our franchise, but at the moment, uh, I don't even think his coaching can, uh, win us this game. So I'm going to go, the only path I can see the Patriots win this game is that if Mitch Trubisky is just really terrible and that the Patriots like absolutely dominate defensively. And I don't think we have the playmakers to do that anymore. So I'm going to go Steelers.
0: Yeah. Um, I would agree with you that the Steelers are going to win this game. Although I just, Mitch Trubisky. Is not a bad quarterback he just unbelievably like you like do like okay things and nothing will surprise you about him um and i think that's the same for mac jones i think i I mean at this point in their career despite weapons despite what they look like i think i think of them in the same light they're just like they can win you a game but they're not going to be the reason you they win you the game right i think like jimmy garoppolo is like the best of this tier of quarterbacks that is serviceable but not great um but I think the Patriots are the most boring team you're in the saying, NFL. You're saying you
1: take Jimmy over Mac?
0: Yeah. I would take Jimmy G over Mac. Mm-hmm. I think I think Mac Jones is a bottom 10 quarterback in the NFL. And I don't think that you can really sway me in any other direction. I would take
1: Mac Jones over Jimmy Garoppolo
0: At this point in their career, yeah. right now? Yes. Wow. Um, I probably wouldn't agree because of the playoff experience and Jimmy G actually being pretty clutch in his career. I think he gets a lot more hate than he deserves. I don't Um, think
1: he's a terrible quarterback. I just prefer Mac.
0: I don't know what Mac Jones has done to make you believe that. What has he done?
1: What has Jimmy done to make you believe that? I I take Mac. Gone to a
0: Super Bowl. Gone to NFC Championship. If Mac
1: had that roster, there. If Jaworski
0: Tart made that interception, you'd be saying Jimmy G. I'm I'm confident about it too.
1: I don't believe that Jimmy G got them. I think Mac Jones could have done the same thing that Jimmy did.
0: But he hasn't.
1: Are you forgetting the play that happened after where Jimmy got, like, like hit and, like, threw, like, a pick But uh, he, stupid throw? I think he's an
0: interception away from being in two Super Bowls in, what, that was three years?
1: Yeah, but I, I'm not—I don't hate Jimmy. I'm just saying that I think a lot of quarterbacks could have done The way that. you
0: just phrased that was Mac Jones could have done the same thing. But that's like, yeah, he could have done the same thing. He couldn't do better. But Jimmy's already done that thing. So why wouldn't you just take the guy that's already done it? I think he can do it
1: and be better. I think he's a better processor of the game at a younger age. And I think he's a better, like, I think he's more accurate.
0: All right. Well, I guess <laughs> there's some debate right there. But yeah, I definitely believe that Jimmy G is a better quarterback. Anyway, it's irrelevant. Both of these quarterbacks are boring. I think we can agree with that. Um, and maybe Mac Jones wouldn't be boring on a better team. But the team that he's been given are is absolutely unreal because it's so just boring. Like, nobody's that good. Um, and sure, Ty Montgomery is on the IR. So now Ramadre Stevenson and Damian Harris don't have to three-way split the backfield anymore. Um, but I think those are viable fantasy options, um, both of them. Um, but I like the Steelers more just based off of their defense actually being really good still getting five interceptions last week, which is absolutely unreal.
1: Four interceptions and a fumble.
0: Four interceptions and a fumble, so five turnovers. Um, And they got that pick six. But, yeah, their offense was not great. And it was honestly probably terrible last, year, last week. So, don't feel confident about it, but I also got the Steelers. And I think my hot take for this game is that Ramadri Stevenson has his breakout week because they finally don't have Ty Montgomery anymore. Um, and I think I'll say Ramadri Stevenson goes over 75 total yards.
1: I think my hot take is that Deontay Johnson goes over 80 yards and a touchdown and over, I don't know, like seven catches, 80 yards, touchdown. I think Deontay Johnson has a good week. He was really heavily targeted last week and they just weren't on the same page and he made some great plays. I think this week he will
0: figure out his struggles. All right, so now moving on to the next game. uh, We have the Atlanta Falcons versus the LA Rams. The LA Rams are favored in this game by 10.5 points. Who do you got in this game?
1: I am going to go with... Hmm, this one's a little tough. It's the Rams. It's not close, and it's the Rams. I hate to, the, you know, get on the Falcons and, and, and say they're worse, but, I mean, let's be honest, they're worse. Uh, I believe that Matthew Stafford is not going to be amazing, but he'll bounce back, be better than he was against a really good Bills defense. I mean, like, I don't know about the spread in this game, because it's just, I, I, it's a really, really big number. But I I really have a very difficult time believing the Rams don't win this game. I think their roster is better everywhere. And, like, uh, I guess my hot take is that Allen Robinson goes, uh, has a touchdown and goes over 70 yards receiving.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you that the Rams are probably going to win this game by a lot. Um, I think that the Rams got a lot of hate last week, and I think that they played the best team in the NFL on paper for sure. Um, And I just. I just think that the Rams at their worst are an average team in the NFL, and the Atlanta Falcons at their best are a bottom 10 team in the NFL. So I just don't see how the Rams lose this game unless something crazy happens, um, like a Matt Stafford injury, which is very possible at this point because he is playing through an injury, um, clearly, as we saw last week. Um, But I think that my hot take this week would be that Kyle Pitts um, actually has a good game this week. He, on paper, um, had a really good game last week, but the targets just were terrible Um, and his routes were all really good. He played, I think it was like 86, 86% of his snaps were routes run or whatever, which is really good for fantasy purposes. He just got really bad targets. So, um, yeah, I think Kyle Pitts goes over 75 yards and has his first touchdown of the season. Um, now going on to the next game, we have Seattle versus San Francisco. Um, the battle, uh, I think the biggest rivalry in the, uh, not anymore, I guess, because Russell Wilson isn't there, but it's a big rivalry, um, in the NFC West. Um, the 49ers are favored by 8.5 points, Seattle coming off a huge win over the Denver Broncos and San Francisco coming off of a loss that I shouldn't think really counts in our minds because of the terrible rain, but what do you think about this game?
1: I'm all over the Seattle spread in this game, I think that it will be a closer game than 8.5, I know the Niners are a better team, but I just like, Geno Smith keeps him in games, he's what, 4-0 and o against the spread as a starter? 9 and 9-0? Jesus, he's 9-0 and o against the spread as a starter, um... I really just, like, I, I think the Seahawks are just scrappy and Kenneth Walker might be back. He is back, I think. They have really solid receiving core. They get the ball out quick to guys like DK and Lockett, and, and they can make plays. And their defense looked really good last week. Um, I know that they're probably not going to play as well as they did last week, but I still think that geno smith and company can keep this close i'm picking the niners but i'm picking the seattle spread my hot take is that trey lance throws for a touchdown and runs for a touchdown and the niners win i guess
0: yeah i think the niners are gonna win this game by a lot um i think they probably win a game by a touchdown which i guess is not a lot but um yeah seattle is really scrappy um they just find ways to make a few plays and that's all they need um at least last week i thought the seattle like despite them winning the game i think that the broncos looked like the better team the broncos got into the red zone seven out of eight drives including that jerry judy touchdown and just had so much bad luck and sure maybe you just say it's bad play calling um but i just do not see that happening russell wilson also was not running really that much last week um, and trey lance is going to do that a lot i'm sure because he rushed the ball so many times last week even in the rain um so i like the 49ers to win this game and, but I like the Seattle Seahawks to barely cover the spread. I do not feel like you should <laughs> even come close to betting this, on this game. Um, but yeah, I like the 49ers, and I would be really, 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 really sad if the 49ers lost back-to-back week- weeks against two teams that we need desperately need the we, uh, wins against. Um, I think my hot take for this week is that Brandon Ayuk scores a touchdown um, in his first, I think, game that's playable with Trey Lance um next game is the uh Cincinnati Bengals versus the Dallas Cowboys the uh Cincinnati Bengals are um favored by seven points in this game and that's largely due to Jack Prescott being injured and uh the Dallas Cow- Cowboys not having two of their top offensive linemen so who do you have in this game
1: looks like T Higgins has a good chance of playing this week I think
0: so he's recovering really well
1: um so if that would make me even more uh you know likely to make this take, but I'll pick the Bengals. I don't think that's a surprise. Dallas looked really bad last week, and they had their starting quarterback, and now they don't. I expect them to use Zeke and Tony Pollard a lot more. And uh, I I just don't see that, besides Micah Parsons, are really that, that big of a redeeming part of this roster. I don't think their weapons are great. I mean, I guess their running backs are solid, I would say, but their offensive line is banged up. Their quarterback is not good. I guess Dalton Schultz is a solid receiving tight end but not a great blocker. He's a
0: terrible blocker.
1: Um the D-line is I mean there's there are some strengths and then Michael Parsons and then I mean the secondary I don't like either. So I mean I just feel like what's the redeeming point of this roster? I'll go Bengals win, Bengals cover uh minus 7 and I say the Bengals win by two touchdowns, and Joe Burrow uh, has a bounce-back week. 300 yards, three touchdowns.
0: I think the Bengals should be favored by even more points this week. I don't see how he's po- they're possibly only favored by a touchdown because the Dallas Cowboys have a, a bad roster right now because I think the, the largest reason why their team was so good is because of Dak, their um, receivers, and then their running backs because of their offensive line. They do not have a, their offensive line right now, and they do not have their starting quarterback – um, and that's their, that's their offense. Their offense is going to be terrible. CeeDee Lamb with Dak Prescott had what? Two catches, three catches. So I have no idea what's going to happen this week with their offense. Um, and Joe Burrow played horrendously last year, last week, giving up five turnovers and they still almost won the game. So, um, they pushed it to overtime and almost won the game. They could have had the multiple opportunities to win the game. If it weren't for two really bad snaps, they would have won the game. So, um... Yeah, I think that the the Bengals are going to absolutely torch the Dallas Cowboys, regardless of if T. Higgins plays. If T. Higgins does not play, I think my hot take is that Hayden Hurst goes over uh, 50 receiving yards and has a touchdown. If T. Higgins does play, um, I'll say Joe Burrow goes over uh, 350 yards passing.
1: And I want to say one thing that, that a lot of fantasy analysis led me to is that the Bengals offense and their playmakers were really, really good against bad opponents last year. I think that'll continue. Cowboys secondary is not good. Um, I know Trayvon Diggs is a ball hawk, but in terms of coverage, I just like really don't think anyone on their team is really above average. So I think that you could look for very, very, very big weeks from Jamar and T. Higgins.
0: All right, let's move to the next game, which is Denver Broncos um, playing at home against the Houston Texans. Uh, the Broncos are favored by 10 points in this game who do you have
1: well I'm gonna make this quick Broncos are gonna win but the Texans spread is pretty enticing um again like if the Broncos got upset again that would be crazy and I would really feel like they actually like have like they're gonna miss the playoffs type of fear um, right now I'm still sort of like I already have
0: that fear <laughs> first
1: game I don't know former team I, I feel like they'll bounce back. You know they were two bad fumbles away from being up 30 to 17 in that game and everyone's saying that they are one of the top teams in the afc
0: two rushes on the one yard line with two very very capable running backs
1: yeah so i mean like i, I think the broncos will win uh I'm, I'm not touching the spread in this game i think it's it's a little high and i also am not sure that the broncos won't blow them out so i will go broncos win javante williams touchdown melvin gordon touchdown yeah I'm- actually you know what? I'll go Courtland Sutton. Scrap that last take. I'll go Courtland Sutton, 100 yards in uh, a touchdown.
0: Yeah, um, I think the Broncos are going to ride on the Houston Texans. Um, but yeah, I think that the Broncos are going to easily win this game. Um, I would definitely not touch the spread. Uh, but I think that the Broncos are way better on paper. I said the exact same thing last week, and I would not be surprised if the Houston Texans played them really well, just like they did to the Indianapolis Colts last week. Um, but I think my hot take for this game is going to be, um, we saw Jonathan Taylor run all over the terrible Houston run defense. So I'm going to say the same thing again. Javante Williams is going to go over 115 yards rushing, um, and I have the Denver Broncos to win this game outright. And I think that um, maybe Corlin will be unleashed because he had a lot of really good medium, like 15 to 20 uh, yard balls that uh, Russell Wilson placed really well. Um, and I think that Jerry Judy got really lucky with his touchdown. So um, I think that Corlin Sutton's also going to catch a touchdown and have a big game. Now let's go to Arizona Cardinals at the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, the Raiders are favored by five and a half points. And Devontae Adams is going to be playing in front of his grandparents for the first time in his career. What a wholesome story
1: to kick off our analysis of this game. I got the Raiders. Um, I truly think the Cardinals might actually have the worst defense in football ooh bottom five without a doubt i think they're not the maybe not the worst defense in football maybe not on paper at least but i just don't besides buddha baker uh i just like they lost chandler jones they have no pass rush i don't think they i think patrick mahomes had was pressured exactly zero times
0: yeah I mean, yeah i think it was zero times after like, they also like, Blitzed him a few times, Yeah, no,
1: they blitzed him almost every time. So, I really, really do not like the Cardinals' defense. I think Kyler Murray's going to have to play hero ball. I would take... What's the over-under for this game? Um, It's looking like 51 51 and a half. That's uh, really high. That's insanely high. Don't care. I'm going over. Um, (laughs) I think that the Raiders uh, will put up 30-plus points, and I feel that... um, The Cardinals will also put up a lot of points. But the Raiders' defense honestly looked pretty solid last week. And Nate Hobbs was everywhere. And I really, really liked what he did, especially stopping runs and just snuffing everything out. Austin Eckler couldn't really do much. And I know he's not a great runner, but he was really snuffing out a lot of stuff. So I really like what Nate Hobbs did. I'll take the Raiders. I'll take the... I don't know about the spread, but I'll take the over and I'll take the Raiders. And my hot take is that Devontae Adams goes over 120 yards again. Uh, and I think this is when the people realize that he still might just be the best receiver in the league.
0: I completely agree with you. And I think this is the closest thing to a lock that we had this week, besides these like horrendous games where it's like Denver's favored by 10 points, the games that are actually like relatively close in the spread, I like the Raiders the most out of all of them. Um, and I think that's largely due to the fact that their pass rush was insanely good last week. Um, and they played a really good game against the Chargers. Where Derek Carr threw like three interceptions, or he played terribly. Um, Yeah, he had three interceptions. So um, if you throw three interceptions and play the Chargers to a really close game, you know that it's going to be that you're a good team. Um, And I think it's like similar to like the the Bengals, where he threw five interceptions or had five turnovers and still played a really good. a really close game. I think it's the same thing with the the Raiders. They kind of look like a little bit like fluky. Maybe they're they're not that good because they lost to their divisional rival. I think they're gonna absolutely dominate this game. I think I agree with you. Devontae Adams is gonna explode, especially because it's the first game in front of his grandparents. He wants to have a great game and I'm sure he's telling Derek Carr in the in the locker room, you know, I got to show out a little bit tonight.
1: I don't think he needs to tell Derek Carr to throw him the ball. He seems like he's open on every play.
0: I think Devontae Adams,
1: like if I was doing receiver rankings, is a pretty good shot to be my wide receiver one overall. If I was just picking people to be the best. I think he just like, it's a crazy good matchup that will have a lot of points. And I also
0: like Marquise Brown in this game as well. I think Marquise Brown, despite only having like 45 yards receiving last week, he did have a touchdown. Um, I think that Marquise Brown could... Have a really big game even though i thought he was gonna have a big game last week i think he can do it this week um now let's move on to green bay versus chicago it's green bay is gonna win by a lot do yeah we need to i touch got on this green anymore? bay
1: we don't need to talk about it too much uh aj
0: dylan is really really good at football and so is aaron jones and i think my hot take for this week is that they both finish with uh rb1 finishes
1: he stole my hot take i was gonna go with both of them over 15 but the receivers points. are like terrible um <laughs> Why don't why don't we uh why don't we do a little bit of an interesting one? I'll go Darnell Mooney over seventy-five receiving yards. Christian Watson After having eight last week. Christian Watson touchdown.
0: All right. Um. Let's go now to the another huge huge favorite um, with the Buffalo Bills at home versus the Tennessee Titans. Um, the Buffalo Bills played a pretty much perfect second half versus the Rams last week, and the Tennessee Titans played a horrendous game against the Houston, oh, New York Giants Giants last week. Um, And I think that's why everyone's favoring Buffalo this week. So who do you got?
1: Okay, next game. (laughs)
0: Um, uh, Now let's go to the, okay, I'm sorry. But the Buffalo Bills are gonna win by a lot. Stephon Diggs is gonna have a great game. Gabriel Davis might not be used at all because they don't probably won't need him. And uh, maybe my hot take for the week is that Singletary goes over 100 yards rushing.
1: I'll go Bills, I'll go uh, Gabe Davis, touchdown second week in a row Eldon now let's
0: move team. to minnesota versus philadelphia on the monday night um so we have those two monday night games this week which is kind of strange and uh, i, I kind of like it i don't hate it i don't hate it either um this is my game of the week i think this will be the best game of the week and these are my two favorite teams in the nfl besides the 49ers this year um i think that these both of these teams are amazing um the eagles are favored by two because they're playing at home but if they weren't playing at home they would not be favored in this game it would be even probably if they could do that, so who do you got?
1: See, we've discussed this game a lot outside of this podcast, and you've made me want to pick the Eagles. I'm picking the Vikings. Give me Minnesota. Don't hate it. Uh, Justin Jefferson is arguably the best receiver in the league. He's top three without a doubt. Um, I I think it's a it's a poetic, if you can call it that, or at least funny and comical ending. Or you know outcome that uh, Jalen Ragers returned to Philadelphia, uh, Justin Jefferson returning to the team that passed on him to play them. Uh, I really like both these teams as well. Minnesota's defense was really looked really good last week, and I know the Packers are always bad in Week One. It seems, but
0: Christian Watson touchdown away from you saying the, something different, but.
1: I think their run defense looks really, really good, and I think that's where the Eagles will try to punish teams. Um, I, in their past defense, eh, AJ Brown will probably do well. I'll pick the Vikings, but this game is about as close to even as it gets. I really, really like both the teams. I'm picking the Vikings, though. Uh, I'll go Adam Thielen touchdown as my hot take. I think that's, yeah, the Adam Thielen touchdown.
0: So I think my reasoning for this game and why I picked the Eagles, um, as Gus alluded to, is because I think the Eagles win on the rushing side of the ball. And as, I don't know, I think receiving end of the game i think that aj brown's gonna have an amazing game Devonte smith might not have zero catches this week um but i think they went on the rushing side of the ball because the eagles have the best offensive line in football um and i think that jalen hurts miles sanders boston scott uh and uh kenneth Gainwell is just an unreal rushing offense they were the best in the league last year um and i really do like jalen hurts and although he had a pretty bad game passing the ball last week he's still um scored 36 points so um despite them 38, 38 or maybe 38 yeah so despite them scoring that much their defense was pretty bad especially in the fourth quarter last week against the lions so that's why i really like the high scoring game this week and that's why the total is at 50 and a half um but i would not be surprised whatsoever if this was like a 65 point over both over 30 points just like it was last week for the eagles um but yeah i had the eagles just because i think that they win on every side of the offense versus the vikings defense Um, And despite the Green Bay Packers only scoring seven points, um, A.J. Dillon had an amazing rushing game. So I think that overall the Eagles have the better roster and the Eagles are my second favorite team and the Vikings are my third favorite team. So that's how I rank it. And you know what? That's how I'm gonna say this game goes. That'll
1: be a great game, I'm excited to watch it. Uh, what's your, what's, what's like a big hot take for the week that you have? Like if you had to have one takeaway after this week, what's like the one question we're gonna be asking ourselves? What did we miss going into this week, what do you think?
0: Um, I think what we miss is, I think we missed that Allen Robinson, oh, maybe he's just bad. I think Allen Robinson's just bad. And I think that he's gonna have another game where he drops nothing. Um, on the scoreboard. I think he looked lazy in the last game. He looked like he got his bag and he didn't really want to try that hard. And I think that Allen Robinson and that passing offense, besides Cooper Cup, is just really not that good this year. Interesting. I
1: mean, I guess he wasn't really very good last year. And I mean, a lot of us wrote that off as, you know, the Bears.
0: He he did have an amazing uh, preseason though. which I know, he had a good
1: camp. It just was weird. Yeah. Um, You know, I think that... I'm not sure if we were necessarily missing this, but I would say one takeaway is that uh, this is a receivers league now, and we had it last week, and I think it will happen again. I expect massive weeks from Adams, Chase, Jefferson, AJ Brown, maybe Tyreek. Even I, I feel like all these guys have the potential to be and, I think, and Cup as well. And I
0: think point. in addition to that, it's on a fantasy perspective. I think the strategy of drafting wide receiver in the first round, drafting Cup, Jefferson. Chase, Devontae, Diggs, drafting one of those middle running backs like Cook, Eckler, uh, uh, Henry, and then in this drafting running back in the second round drafting Javonte, Saquon, um, who else? Uh, Fournette, Connor. Connor. Um, that's the strategy that's gonna win this year because I think that those second round running backs are gonna perform just as good or better, and those wide receivers are so valuable because the drop-off between them and the guys like Mike Williams who are gonna give you the spike weeks and then the terrible weeks, that's a strategy that's gonna win, so.
1: There's a lot more variance, it feels like, in wide receiver performances this year, or it feels like there will be, and there already has been, so I think that I, I, yeah, I, Mike I, Williams
0: doing his normal two, score three, three or four, and then scoring 25. yeah, and scoring twenty five. That's why I drafted it.
1: We in. should call it, it's the Mike Williams. It's exactly what he does. And I think Colin
0: Sutton might be the same this year. I mean, he did drop eleven last week or twelve, mm. which is fine. Can you really but.
1: drop eleven? I feel like dropping is reserved for like big games. Yeah,
0: Javante Smith dropped an, a goose egg last week, so you can say I think you can say drop. Javante Smith.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think that. Um, I guess the thing we really missed going into this week is that. Kirk Cousins is like borderline a top twelve quarterback. I think he is a top twelve quarterback, and I think that, I mean, I don't know. I really, really think that his primetime struggles are well documented. But I really like the Vikings, and I think we see that once they actually let him throw the ball, I think he can be quote unquote unleashed. If it, Kirk Cousins doesn't seem like the type of athlete to be well, then said also unleashed. I think
0: I think the. Another takeaway is, like, you saw the Chargers yesterday. Justin Herbert desperately needed a better offensive coordinator. Their passes and their offense looked pretty bad. It was Justin Herbert making the plays, and that's why they were able to stay in the game. It wasn't because of their offense. It was because of Justin Herbert. And I think that having a defensive-minded coach in the NFL is just not going to work anymore because the offenses are so good. So
1: I guess the takeaway we have is that scheme... And maybe a lot of people already know this is but so underrated. <laughs> scheme is the most underrated and most important part of NFL offenses, even more than necessarily, maybe not more than, but like pretty much equal to the player. Hard work
0: beats t- uh, skill. Wait, no. Hard work beats talent every single time. So, yeah, I totally no, it, agree It's with this
1: it's hard work. Beats talent when talent doesn't work
0: hard. Sure. That's good. That's great. Maybe that's the bait Take slogan from now on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it's pretty pretty common saying, I will say. But, but I do yeah. definitely believe that um, the scheme is just an underrated aspect. And it shouldn't be underrated, but it is. And like changing of scheme, we're gonna see Kirk Cousins, I think have a really, we're see Jeff, Jefferson be really good. I think, you know, we're gonna see, we saw Aaron Rodgers struggle without his offensive coordinator. I don't know if that's gonna happen in week two. I don't expect it to, but- The Bills
0: obviously didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Bills didn't, but I think they probably kept a similar scheme yeah, in yeah. place. And I feel like to be good- Actually, they
0: they're better. The Bills were actually better. To be
1: good in spite of a different scheme or a worse scheme, Takes ridiculous amounts of talent and skill. Yeah. And so, like a guy like Mahomes or Allen or Brady or Rogers, I believe can succeed with, and Herbert, I believe can succeed with schemes that might yeah. not fit them completely. And also, just
0: like to point out that that pick six was pick six was not Justin Herbert's fault. That was all 100% on Gerald Everett being winded and literally calling to signal to be out of the game them not taking him out of the game so it's
1: really the coaching staff
0: it's coaching their coach is just not meant to help him on the offensive side he's meant to help him on the the defensive side and they were relying too much on justin herbert even when he has a broken rib or whatever he has so overall should be a great slate of we a game of uh games this week probably not as good as last week but um a lot of really good matchups and we are excited to see how well these wide receivers play and um yeah thank you guys for watching make sure to follow us on TikTok, instagram twitter and all of our socials and download the podcast so that we can make more of these for you because if you don't download it then that's less podcasts that we can make so appreciate the support and thank you for listening tuning in bye you bye. said watching last time
1: <laughs> thank you for listening see you guys